The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to the ballpark. We're getting set for baseball from Charlotte. Very light rain falling as the 49ers are getting set to take the field. Right now it is 69 degrees here. And there's a, a breeze, not, not too terribly strong. Blowing lightly going from right to left. So Charlotte takes the field, and, and as we said, a lot of excitement for this series as it comes down to um, your seeding in postseason and in, in the postseason talk, the conference tournament. And you've got Dallas Baptist waiting to play the number eight seed, and Texas San Antonio will play the number seven seed, and then the three, four, five and six teams will all be battling against each other. And you could, uh, we could sit down and have interest, well, I don't know if they'd be interesting with my part of it, but at least half of it with you and just discuss where you would like to be seated, giving the options that you would have at the moment and who you would most like to play. And if it were you're as good as I am about that, you know, I'd sure like to play so-and-so, that's the team that you really wouldn't like to play. But that's all coming up, and uh, college baseball has done just a, a really good job over several decades now with the uh, way that they have structured postseason play and the College World Series that eventually uh, ends everything in June in Omaha, Nebraska. Wyatt Hudipol, a right-hander, is going to pitch today for Charlotte. He's the starting pitcher. He's 4-6 with a 4.09 earned run average. This is his 14th game and his 14th start. He has one complete game. Coming into tonight, he's worked 81 and a third innings, allowed 44 runs, 37 of them earned on 74 hits. He's walked only 20 and struck out 99. Hitters are hitting 236 against him. And he's got to talk about just the 20 walks. He also has only hit two batters and thrown just four wild pitches, which also might be a testament to Caden Hobson, the Charlotte catcher. Luke Vinson steps in, and we are set to go at about 6.05 with our first pitch here this evening. Vinson bats from... The left side swinging a foul off to the left side. That's going to get out of play and strike one. Lucas had a really a very good season, hitting 331 as he stands in here. Swing and a miss on a pitch that dropped down. Oh, and two. Outfield shading Luke slightly towards left center field. Two-strike pitch to him, swing and a miss on a fastball. A strikeout is the way things get underway here. And J.T. Mabry will step in. You look at the Blue Raiders hitters, they have just up and down the lineup had very, very good seasons. J.T. Mabry 
A 333 average as he stands in. Leads the team in doubles with 14. And takes a pitch that's just inside. And the next one on the way, a foul out of play. JT, one of the graduates who was honored last Sunday. Blue Raiders second baseman stands in from the right side. Pitch to him and foul back. And so strike two. No balls, two strikes with JT. Brett Coker will be hit, hitting next. Blue Raiders as a team are hitting 294. Mabry's 333 is second and a swing and a miss on a change and strike three. Couple of strikeouts. Two down, nobody on base in the top of the first inning. Brett Coker will bat. Brett is leading the team with batting average at 345. Been hitting 345 or better almost since the start of the season. Checks his swing. No, he didn't on appeal. Strike one. 345 average. Four homers, 31 runs batted in. The Raiders shortstop steps in from the right side. Curveball swing and a miss and strike two. Well, Coach Kevin Nichols said that the Blue Raiders were facing a tough pitcher. Hugh DePaul showing it here as he strikes out the side in the top of the first inning. Three up, three down. Bottom of the first coming up. Blue Raiders nothing. And the Charlotte 49ers coming to bat. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Charlotte getting set to bat in the bottom of the first inning. Blue Raiders didn't score in the top half. Eric Swan on the hill for the Blue Raiders. For Eric, this is his 15th appearance and his 11th game started on one and six record, seven plus earned run average. Eric's worked 51 innings, allowed 44 runs, 42 of them earned on 53 hits. He's walked 37, struck out 58. He said coming off 
five and two-thirds, innings of no-hit, no one-run baseball against UAB on last Saturday at Reese Smith Jr. Field in Murfreesboro. Blue Raiders defensively, Jackson Galloway is in left field. Luke Vinson is the center fielder. Eston Snyder will be in right. Then you've got Gabe Jennings at third, Brett Coker at short, JT Mabry at first, DJ Wright at second rather, DJ Wright is at first, and Briggs Rudder is the catcher. Swan's first pitch, a swing and a foul off the bat of Blake Jackson. Jackson is a left-hand batter and the right left fielder for this Charlotte team. Jackson, Dragum, and Fisher hit in the bottom of the first inning. Fastball low, one ball and one strike. One and one, a strike on a fastball. Got the outside corner, one ball and two strikes. Ballpark here is in an area of outdoor stadiums. Have a very nice athletic complex here. And a pitch hits Jackson on the foot. Jackson hit by a pitch and a base runner here in the bottom of the first inning. They have, as I'm looking at things, various practice fields, a softball field. A, it's kind of reverse. Well, not to think about being at Reese Smith Stadium. You've got the football stadium in left field and then behind right field, the track and soccer stadium. And here, the football stadium's behind the baseball stadium, but then you've got a tennis court, the track and soccer stadium out beyond center, the softball field off be in the right field corner. And it's all situated on the side of a very small group of hills, so it kind of creates a bowl effect. And uh, you know we are in, in Carolina, so a lot of a uh, lot of really big pine trees. Ball two, O strike pitch to Dragum, the shortstop, swinging a foul back. Dragum bats right. He's from Mechanicsville, Virginia, and a senior. 2-1 pitch, high, ball three and strike one. Field in the outfield completely surrounded with large pine trees and there's a batter's background in straightaway center. Scoreboards out in deep right center field. Swing and a miss on a good fastball and it's three and two. Charlotte in white home uniforms, white with green pinstripe, green numerals. And they wear green hats and green socks. A runner going, swing and a miss, throw to second, and not quite in time, a stolen base for Jackson. Dragum is out on strikes, however. And so one out, a runner at second base. And the batter is Cam Fisher. This guy's having a, a 
rather good season. 320 batting average, 22 home runs, and 48 runs batted in. That's a lot of home runs in 51 games. Swing and a miss. I mean, think about it, about 40% of your games. Trying to do the math at the major league level, but that would be a pretty close to a 65 home run pace. Swing and a ground ball foul on a strike one pitch, 0 and 2. He leads the team and runs batted in with 45, or make that 48. I was looking at the Blue Raiders RBI leader, Jeremiah Boyd. He has 45. Runner at second base, one out, bottom of the first. Two strike pitch, fastball outside, ball one, and strike two. Blue Raiders wearing black jerseys with gray pants in tonight's game, and then the camo hats. College teams have a nice assortment of uniforms. Big lead at second base. Swan delivers a fastball is just off the corner and two and two. Fisher stands in from the left side. A 2-2 pitch to him. That's low and inside. Ball three and strike two. Eric, according to the scoreboard speed clock, fired that last pitch in at a very mild 101 miles an hour. There's just low for ball four. Didn't miss by much, but ball four puts a runner at first along with the runner at second base. And the batter is Jake Cunningham. He is the center fielder. Two on, one out, bottom of the first inning for Charlotte. Blue Raiders did not score in the top half of the first. Pickoff play, the runner at second was caught off the base, but he went to third, and then the throw was high. And actually, J.T. Mabry did a good job of just keeping it on the infield and keeping the runner from scoring. But that'll be a second stolen base for Jackson after getting picked off. But picked off only in, in a not literal sense. But he broke immediately for third base. Ball outside and ball one. So first and third for Charlotte here in the bottom of the first inning. Pitch on the way, hit foul and out of play. Comes off to the first base side of the park. Rain has picked up a little bit and a lot of a lot of umbrellas out there and a lot of people doing the, I don't really care if it's raining or not. Pick off throw to first, safe. Pretty quick move by Swan. 
And we're supposed to get rain here for another hour or so. Hopefully it doesn't pick up in intensity. A ball and a strike with Cunningham. Pitch on the way. That's outside. Two balls and one strike. Blake Jackson was hit by a pitch, stole a base. After a strikeout, Cam Fisher walked, and on a pickoff throw, Jackson actually went to third and got in without a play. So first and third with one out. Swinging a foul and two and two. Cunningham stands in. He has nine home runs, 35 runs batted in. Bats from the right side, throw to first, and back in safely again. Eric Reddy with a 2-2 pitch. Runner at first is going. A pitch is strike three. The throw to third hits the base runner. He's going to try to score and will. So counting it down, first of all, Cunningham was out on strikes. And then Fisher will get a stolen base. And there'll be an error that'll get charged to Rudder to get the run in. So it's one to nothing, Charlotte. Ball bounced just far enough off the runner so that Gabe Jennings had no chance to get to it quickly enough. It was, it was too far away and then at a very odd angle and no throw at the plate. Ball and a strike with the hitter, Brandon Stallman. So at the moment, an unearned run and a run without benefit of a base hit. Runner at second base with two outs, pitch in the dirt. Nice stop by Rudder, two balls and a strike. Stallman is the third baseman for Charlotte. Bats from the left side. Swing and a foul tip at the plate. Evens the count at two and two. A 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul again. First of three for the Blue Raiders here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Stallman bats left. Vincent shades him a couple of steps towards left center as he fields in center field. Take a pitch is taken outside for a ball. Three and two. Three, two, delivery, and ball four. 
So a second walk in the inning puts runners at first and second and keeps the inning going for the designated hitter, Will Butcher. Fisher is the base runner at second. Stallman is at first. It's been a hit by pitch. Stolen bases and an error that have led to the run. A couple of walks and two runners are on base here in the bottom of the first. Swing and a miss for strike one. Butcher at 267. Leads tied for this team lead with doubles with 11. Pitch up and in under his chin. One and one. Very little breeze showing in evidence as the flagpole not doing flag not doing much on center field. There is a pitch inside, two and one. Two one with Butcher swinging a foul back and two and two. Well, so far there have been eight hitters come to the plate in this game. And there has not been a ball bat put into play yet. Ball three is high and inside, three and two. Three strikeouts in the Blue Raider top of the first inning. Two strikeouts, two walks and a hit by pitch for Charlotte in the bottom half. Runners will be going from first and second base. On a full count pitch with two outs. And ball four. So Fisher goes to third. Stallman to second. Butcher on with the walk. And the seventh batter is the catcher, Caden Hobson. Blue Raider head coach Jerry Myers going to the mound to have a visit with Eric Swan as Hobson gets ready to stand in. Been a hit by pitch and three walks here in the bottom of the first. Just looking at the Charlotte roster, they have Fisher, who we've already seen, in fact, the base runner at third. He's from Knoxville, Tennessee. Went to Hardin Valley Academy and then came to Charlotte from Walter State Community College. And then also they have a pitcher, Cameron Hansen, who is a sophomore and is from Hendersonville, Tennessee. Went to Hendersonville High School and all, then went to Chattanooga State before coming here to Charlotte. Bases loaded with two outs. Fastball high and outside to Hobson. Hobson bats from the left, hitting 267. An opportunity to do some serious damage here as he bats with the bases loaded. Fouls this pitch back. Couple of Couple of two out walks have kept the inning going.
Pitches high for a ball. Two balls, one strike. Two one pitch, strike two called in the outside corner, so two and two. Bases loaded, two outs in the Charlotte first inning, a run in. And the ball is inside, three balls and two strikes. Eric Swan working with a full count to this hitter. Runners go, and a ball is hit in the air to shallow left field. Coming over and in is Jackson Galloway, and he makes the catch to retire the side. A very long bottom of the first inning. At this rate, it'll be midnight when we wrap up the ninth, but not as much damage done as could have been. And so, okay, it's just a run, and let's go get him in the second inning. It's one run on no hits, one error, and three left for Charlotte in the bottom of the first. Go to the second. Charlotte leads the Blue Raiders by a one-to-nothing score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Is that the sound of an ooey, gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, a run for Charlotte in the first and one to nothing in favor of the 49ers over the Blue Raiders. Top of the second inning, and it'll be Jeremiah Boyd, Briggs Rudder, and Jackson Galloway to hit four middle. Jeremiah completed his graduate degree at middle after graduating undergraduate from very close to here at Presbyterian. In fact, he has a lot of family and friends who have been able to get to this game. And an interesting note is his mother actually just uh, within the last year uh, started working for UNC Charlotte. She was on hand with family members to recognize him Sunday as Jeremiah was one of six. Five players and a manager. First pitch of ball, the second one a ball, third one a strike, and it's two and one. Jeremiah, a 317 batting average, 12 homers, 
And 45 runs batted in to lead the team. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Two and two. Bats from the right side has been the DH for most of the season and has seen a good amount of work behind the plate as well. Bats from the right side. 2-2 pitch hit high and foul off to the first base side and it is going to get out of play. Little asymmetrical in, to some degree here on the ballpark. About the, what you would expect is the normal amount of room and foul territory on the infield. Think uh, Reese Smith Stadium, and you, you've got a pretty good idea here. But then from the dugout at the first base side, fence gets close to the field. There's actually an athletic building that runs along the right field line with only about a foot of Fair foul territory on in the foul side of the line. A pitch to Jeremiah, and it was a called strike three. So Hudipole has faced four and fanned four. Brings up Briggs Rudder. Strike one called. One of the nice things uh, to, to sound like a broken record on is here's another Blue Raider with a really good season at the plate. But here it is, Briggs Rudder hitting 331 as he bats here, swinging a miss and strike two. Couple of homers, he's driven in 23 runs. Bats from the right side, a two strike pitch to him. Swing and a miss. And that's strike three. So Hudipole off to a start that has five Ks in the Blue Raider batting order of the five hitters that he's faced. Here's Jackson Galloway. A couple of quick outs. Galloway lifts this one in the air to right field, backing up a couple of steps and now to his left is the right fielder Fisher. He'll make the catch and that'll retire the side. So fly ball to right. It's the first ball put in play by the Blue Raiders. And in fact, for both teams combined, it's only the second one put in play as the strikeouts have uh, prevailed for the other hitters who've been retired. Blue Raiders three up, three down in the top of the second. And we'll go to the bottom of inning number two. UNC Charlotte leads by a one to nothing score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the second inning. And Charlotte on top of the Blue Raiders by a one to nothing score. Charlotte sends up their eight, nine, and one batters to face Eric Swan in this second inning. It's Dante DeFranco, the second baseman, who will step in to start things. Franco's a sophomore, promptly hits the first pitch back up the middle for the game's first hit. So a runner at first base, leadoff batter reaches on the single. Here's the first baseman, Spencer Nolan. Nolan is a freshman from Wilmington. Fastball to him is down low, dug nicely by Rudder to hold that runner to first base. Ball one. One zero pitch high and outside. Ball two and no strikes. And strike one is called on a good fastball. Eric Swan working, delivers, strike two, nailed the inside corner with that pitch. And it's even at two and two. Erica Jr. and works here. Swing and a ball rolled up the first baseline. It's going to go foul. That's one of those you hope it goes foul because it's going to be real hard to get the base runner. In fact, you wouldn't have. And it did go foul, so back to the plate and the count holding it. Two balls and two strikes. Two-two instead of throw to first. Knocked down by DJ Wright. Actually might have been kicked out of his glove by the tag on the foot of the base runner over there. A two-two pitch, swing and a miss. He chased a high fastball and that's strike three. Eric has three strikeouts now. And so to the top of the order and Blake Jackson. And hit by a pitch, stole 
a couple of bases and scored the Charlotte run in the first inning. Runner at first is going. The pitch is a strike throw to second base is a safe at second base. Nice slide, and that's the only reason that DeFranco got around the tag of Brett Coker because it was a very good throw from Briggs Rudder. But the base runner, DeFranco, went, slid to the outside of second base, outfield side, and then grabbed it with his hand going by. Pitch hit foul down the left side, and a strike two. It's interesting, coming in, Charlotte has not been a base-stealing club at all. They have only 27 stolen bases in 42 tries on the year. And here they have four. Here's a hot smash to short. Coker to right at first for the out there. On the play, DeFranco goes to third. So 6-3 on the out at first base. Two down. Runner at third base. Center brings up Jack Dragum, the shortstop. Drag him out on strikes in the first inning. One nothing Charlotte in the bottom of the second. Good fastball and a strike called. Light rain continues to fall here at the ballpark. Fastball high, one and one. And you, you know, I mean, you think about it, if you're out in the rain, you will you can put up with it for a while. And finally, it's like, ah, oh, this is getting annoying. I'm going to put up the umbrella. And they are all over the place right now. Pitch is a ball, two balls and a strike. Runner at third base in the second. Two outs for Charlotte. 2-1 with this hitter. And ball three comes inside. And so three and one. Swans 3-1 pitch high and outside for ball four. So Dragum gets a two-out walk, and it continues or keeps the inning going. Two outs, and Cam Fisher is the batter. Fisher walked and stole a base, was left on in the first inning. Outfield playing him to pull the baseball. Batch from the left side, and he goes the other way with this one. In the air to left. Over and in is Jackson Galloway and puts it away for out number three. Charlotte gets a runner to third but leaves him there. No runs on one hit. Two left in the bottom of the second. So we'll go to inning number three. Charlotte still has a one-to-nothing lead. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. 
There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Top of the third, and the Blue Raiders short on the scoreboard by, by a one to nothing score. They're getting set to have a go at Wyatt Hittipal for the third inning. He's retired six, and included in the six straight that he's retired are, been, are five strikeouts. In fact, he struck out the first five batters he faced before Jackson Galloway hit a fly ball to right. So it'll be Gabe Jennings, D.J. Wright, and Eston Snyder. Gabe Jennings stands in, bats from the right side. Blue Raider third baseman takes, and it's outside for a ball. Gabe with six home runs on the season. 29 runs batted in. Had some big hits over the course of this year. Takes inside and low. Two balls and no strikes. Two zero delivery and down low. Ball three and no strikes. Charlotte, a first inning run, a one to nothing lead in the third, and ball four, and the Blue Raiders get their first base runner. Gabe Jennings walks on four pitches. I'm thinking in the first inning when Hudibol struck out the side, he only threw one pitch out of the strike zone. Threw 11 pitches because there was a two strike foul ball to get his three first inning strikeouts. Here's D.J. Wright. Pitches over his head, a wild pitch, and Jennings goes on to second base. So runner at second base and nobody out, and 1-0 the count with D.J. D.J., one of the players honored for graduating, this time, his second time from middle, actually, undergraduate and now graduate degree. Swing and a miss, and also recognized by the all-academic college sports communications all-academic team. Kind of a nice week of honors. Right hits one to deep left field. The ball is going to sail into the trees. It's two to one, Blue Raiders. A DJ Wright home run to left field. 
And the Blue Raiders are up by a two to one score. So a very different inning for Hudipole and on the other end for the Blue Raiders batters here. He walks Jennings on four, throws one out of the zone and then Wright launches one into the trees surrounding the field. And it puts the Blue Raiders up by a two to one score. So two runs in, nobody on, nobody out. Eston Snyder, a check swing, not able to check it completely in strike one. Mentioned the all-academic honors uh, with D.J. Wright getting him. Eston Snyder, Jaden Hamm, and Jeremiah Boyd are the others. Eston Snyder is the hitter. Number nine hitter bounces it out in front of the plate. Hudipole has to throw quickly and gets him by a step at first base. Snyder, as you know, gets down the line in a hurry. No room for error on the part of the pitcher, and he didn't make any. Got to the ball quickly and made a good throw. So one out, top of the order, and Luke Vinson is the batter. Luke bunts out in front of the plate. The catcher gets to it. He's going to have to hurry and nails him by about a third of a step. Boy, that ball had been about two feet further out in front of the plate. Vincent would have had himself a bunt single. He was out by just a fraction at first base. Coach Myers wants, actually wants to have, have him look at the play on an appeal. So the umpires are going to get a heck of a workout because wherever, well, there's a building behind uh, the fence down the right field line. If you're picturing Reese Smith Jr. Field, this building would be start closer to the field or to the press box than uh, where the bullpen is about halfway down the line. So if the umpire is going to have to run that far and then look at it on replay on video and then come back, A, it's going to take a heck of a long time to do that even if they look at it in five seconds and decide he's safe or out. And then they've got to come back. And, you know, I'm just thinking about how out of breath you'd be. That was a very quick video review. And hats off to them for doing it so quickly. And now they're running back in. And out is the call that is confirmed. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm just kind of out of breath watching the umpires have to jog and thinking, okay, now you're getting back to your positions and you've got to <laughs> and then uh, concentrate on doing your job. You know, running to the copier doing tax work didn't create quite that much effort. Here's a ball driven down the line by J.T. Mabry into the corner, caught on a great play by Blake Jansen. Blake Jackson make that in the corner. 
Jackson was running parallel to the wall and caught it about five feet fair. Looked like JT had successfully made his bid for extra bases and Jackson with a really very good play took it away from him. Well, it's a good inning for the Blue Raiders on the board. They put two up there on the DJ Wright homer, two runs on a hit. No errors, nobody left on base. Middle of the third inning, Blue Raiders two and a Charlotte one. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. on the horizon. Two to one Blue Raiders, bottom of the third, and Jake Cunningham up to lead off for Charlotte. A ball and a strike, and ball two is high. Two balls and one strike. D.J. Wright with a two-run homer in the top of this inning to put the Blue Raiders in front by a two-to-one score. Ball three is outside. Three balls and one strike. Right-hander Eric Swan working and up and in with ball four. Lead-off walk starts the bottom of the third inning. And the batter is Brandon Stallman, the third baseman. He has batted once and walked. Funny, every time I look at my phone, it says chance of rain for the next hour. Here's a ground ball, bounced slowly to Mabry, goes to Coker for one, on to right at first for a double play. Very nicely turned. That ball was not hit hard, but it was perfectly played. Mabry charged it, gave Coker a good throw to handle, and Brett rifled it over to D.J. Wright, 
at first base. So 4-6-3 on the double play immediately erases the base runner and brings up the designated hitter, Will Butcher. And now time is called by the umpires. On this one, I'm not, well, I'm not sure what they're going to go review on this one. But for some reason, I think maybe they're discussing the play at second base. So, I was watching a SEC game a couple of weeks ago, and about every third play, somebody asked for a review. And you, uh, I just, I love that when they get, I want them to get it right. But this just, you know, sometimes it's not, uh, it's how you go about getting it right. It can be tedious. So what's really interesting to me is both base runners are standing out on the field on what, I've seen enough baseball games to know that maybe there's something going on there. And I'm not going to tell you I've never missed more than a couple of million of them. But um, I didn't see anything on that play that would create any kind of review. But we'll see what the umpires decide. Coach Jerry Myers went out to talk to the remaining umpire, Dave Martinez, who didn't go in to the review booth, the two that have, and the other two, the home plate umpire, Steve Sanders, and then the third base umpire, other base umpire, Joe Mishaw. So we wait for the umpire review. The call on the play was a double play. Four, six, three was the way it goes. Years ago, I used to keep scoring ink and it's not that I never used to uh, didn't make have things to have to change but I used to invest a lot in whiteout in fact their their stock was uh, up quite a bit back in those years in the 80s and early 90s but now I do it with pencils that was one of the nice things you learn doing accounting is you find out how uh, convenient mechanical pencils are and then you get these er erasers that are in their own contained tube and they're about the equivalent of uh, maybe about 20 regular pencil erasers. I used to go through about one every two weeks when I was working. So we, we stand around and wait and I'm not going to have to wait too much longer. The umpires have gone to review and we'll see what our situation is going to be out at second base. And so if he's out at second base, he was definitely out at first. And bingo, double play stands. Yay. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, is that saying that maybe Coker had not 
touched or touched the bag before he got the baseball. Uh, looking at it live one time, didn't see anything that uh, would cause that concern, but could easily have happened. Robert Woodard, the head coach, continues to discuss the play with the home plate umpire Steve Sanders. One of the tough things, you know, like when on replays and, and it particularly on dugout generated replays is dugouts don't have really good views, good angles on a lot of different uh, calls that you'll see. One of the few things they have, I mean, they have an excellent like on balls and strikes high and low. They can tell that within a half of an inch. Uh, inside and outside, not so much. Well, so this this review break was brought to you by uh, Nightall. Take Nightall. No, never mind. Okay, so after all of that, we still have the double play. There's still two outs, nobody on base, and Will Butcher. 15 minutes later, we'll step in and take a hack at a pitch and foul it out of play. Strike one. Two to one, Blue Raiders in the bottom of the third. Put your bats from the right side. Drew a walk in the first inning. And he takes a strike, it's 0-2. Eric Swan working for the Blue Raiders in inning number three. Right-hander sets with an 0-2 pitch, fouled away. Came inside, took a little something off that pitch, tied up Butcher, but he was able to fist it out of play and a, a foul ball keeps the count two strikes. Butcher has nine home runs. Pitch to him, soft liner into center. That's going to fall for a base hit. A changeup, and he read it very well. He started to swing and corrected mid-course and got enough of the bat on the baseball to drop a single into center field. That is the second hit for Charlotte. And the batter is the catcher, Caden Hobson. Runner at first and two outs. Swing and a miss on a fastball, strike one. First of three in the final three of the regular season between these two teams here from Charlotte, North Carolina. Pitch down low, one and one. Based on the fact that a few umbrellas have left. Of course, there are also a few folks look like they've gotten up. Maybe the rain is letting up a little bit, but a lot of rain jackets and ponchos. Foul ball out of play, strike two, one and two. It's always interesting to follow weather forecasts, see how they 
change and well this model says A and that model says B and it's like well hmm maybe they ought to call them weather guess pitch up and in for instance today there was a 30% chance of rain at 2 o'clock and then at 3 o'clock all of a sudden we're going to have a thunderstorm at 4 and we didn't but it's been interesting. Here's a high fly to left field. Jackson Galloway for the third time in this game puts it away, and that will retire the side. No runs, one hit, a big double play after a walk. No errors and one left for Charlotte. And so we played three and moved to the fourth inning. The Blue Raiders have a two-to-one lead. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. While well, we move along to the top of the fourth inning, Blue Raiders have a 2-1 lead. Two runs, a hit, an error, and nobody left for the Blue Raiders. One run, two hits, no errors, and six stranded for Charlotte. Charlotte's received five walks and had a batter hit by a pitch but they've had just two singles. And both of those have come with the bases empty in one situation, actually a leadoff hit to start an inning. Here's Brett Coker, 0 for 1. Brett leads things off in the Blue Raider fourth, bounces it up the third baseline, but a foul ball and strike one. Wyatt Hudipole working in his fourth inning. Only hit he's allowed was a bomb from D.J. Wright. Two-run homer in the third. Pitch down and in, one and one. He has five strikeouts, a walk. Brett takes, and that's outside, and scoots on through to the backstop. Two balls and a strike. 69 degrees at game time, hanging in right about that temperature now. Light breeze blowing right to left. And Coker is hit by a pitch, got him on the left wrist. So Brett on, Blue Raiders have the leadoff man on for the second inning in a row. Gabe Jennings drew a four pitch walk to start the third. And 
Now the umpires are getting together. So they break up their conference and the home plate umpire goes to talk to the head coach, Robert Woodard of Charlotte. It's always interesting, you know, you'll, you'll read the bios of coaches and um, see where they've played. And it's interesting to me of just, for instance, you take the Blue Raiders coaches and opposition coaches and you look and say well they, they've they've crossed paths many many times over the years uh, Woodard went to North Carolina the guy was a fantastic college pitcher he had a college career record of 34 and 5 back I think it was 06 and 07 he was a part of uh, North Carolina teams that went to the College World Series Jeremiah Boyd is the batter. We're back to baseball. Not sure what that conference was about. But in any case, we're playing again, and a 1-0 pitch coming to Jeremiah Boyd. Strike called on the inside. Corner one and one. Jeremiah stands in from the right side as Brett Coker gets a lead at first throw over there and he gets back in. Boyd the batter, Briggs Rudder waiting on deck. Swing and a miss. That's probably as much zip as a fastball that Hudipole has had and he threw it right after a breaking ball that was inside, about 15 mile an hour difference in the two. Pitch up and in, two and two. Charlotte, a first inning run, the Blue Raiders with two in the third, and two to one Blue Raiders in the top of the fourth. Boyd, a swing and a foul. Got a piece of it and stays up there. Two-two with the designated hitter. Pitch up and in three and two. So a full count. Brett Coker hit by a pitch on at first base. He's there with nobody out as Jeremiah Boyd waits for a full count delivery. Pitch on the way, a swing and a miss. Coker's running and he is out at second, so a strike him out, throw him out, double play. for the play at second base and strikeout number six for Hudipole. So each team gets a double play here in this game. This one a strikeout and a throwout. Briggs Rudder the batter pitch in the dirt. 
Mentioned the Blue Raiders honored at the game Sunday. Jeremiah Boyd got a graduate degree coming in from Presbyterian. Gino Avros also graduated with a graduate degree from Middle. He had been at Austin P. E.J. Wright, a graduate de- degree and an undergraduate degree from Middle. Brett Coker, J.T. Mabry, the other two players, and then Noah Bauman, a manager who has been instrumental in lots of behind-the-scenes things and actually in front of things. When the field is good, you know that he's been part of that, and that's just a very small part of what the managers do, but they participate in some field maintenance. Rudder at the plate, a two-on pitch, swing and a foul. Well, we're done here in another weather alert for Middle Tennessee, but we're done as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning now. Briggs Rudder ended the top of the fourth with a strikeout, so though a walk with the runner caught stealing, nobody was left on base, so we will go to the bottom of the fourth, and this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fourth inning, a two to one Blue Raiders lead, and Charlotte will bat with Dante DeFranco to lead off. He led off the second inning with a single to center field, stole a base, but was left on in that inning. Faces Eric Swan and takes a strike. Eric out to start the bottom of the fourth inning. Charlotte a first inning run. The Blue Raiders two in the third. 
Didn't check his swing and a pitch down and away, and that's strike two. Franco stepped out, gets back in, two strikes and strike three. Zipped a fastball. And for Eric Swan, strikeout number four. Leadoff batter is out in the bottom of the fourth inning. And it brings up the first baseman, Spencer Nolan. Nolan, a freshman. Mentioned he's from Wilmington, 6'5". Good target for infielders over at first base. First pitch, a ball, and the next one is inside, and ball two. One out, bottom of the fourth for Charlotte, a 2-1 Blue Raider lead. And ball three is high, three balls and no strikes. Strike called on a 3-0 fastball. Blue Raiders runs in the third inning, a two-run D.J. Wright homer after Gabe Jennings had started the inning with a walk. And the pitch just misses, ball four. So a one-out walk. Puts a runner at first base. And we go to the top of the order and Blake Jansen. He's been hit by a pitch and grounded to short in his only, or in his two times to the plate. Scored the run for Charlotte in the first inning. And a pitch outside to him, ball one and no strikes. Jaden Hamm will be pitching for the Blue Raiders in our second game of the series tomorrow. Runner at first is going, throw to second base, and he went off the bag and is out. He was safe, but went off the bag and was tagged out as Brett Coker applied the tag. And so that is out number two. Nolan got a good jump. But slid off the bag. You know, with it's an artificial surface, that might make it a little slippery. Well, in fact, I'm sure it does. Made it hard to stop at second base. Two and one with this batter. A big bouncer to first. Funny hop for DJ Wright, but absolutely no trouble for the Blue Raider first baseman. And that will retire the side. And so I something was called by the third base umpire. So I'm not sure what that was, but in any case, it's out number three. This 
this is like the fourth or fifth thing that we've had, and I'm not sure. Something was called by the third base umpire. And Robert Woodard is getting the response from the home plate umpire. So we're just going to go ahead and take our break and send this one to the top of the fifth inning. No runs or hits, a walk, a runner out stealing, and nobody left for Charlotte in the bottom of the four. Still two to one Blue Raiders as we go to inning number five. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Top of the fifth inning, 2-1 to one, Blue Raiders. We've been talking about Blue Raider baseball honorees and things, and uh, we want to give out a big-time shout-out to the Lady Raiders, Blue Raiders softball team. They have advanced to the NCAA tournament, as you know, with the win in Conference USA over North Texas. And they'll be playing tomorrow. And that game is scheduled to start at 3.30 Central Time, and they'll be playing Central Arkansas. So congratulations to them. That's a a great thing to happen, and I know uh, all the Blue Raider Nation very excited for them and hoping that their excellent tournament, conference tournament play and regular season play will continue on for a long time here in postseason. Jackson Galloway, the batter, two balls and a strike. Jackson, a fly ball to right, his only time up. That was in the second inning. He leads off the top of the fifth. Pitch on the way down low. Utapol has walked only one while striking out seven. Galloway, Jennings, and Wright hit in this fifth inning. Jackson tried to check his swing, did not succeed in doing that, so a strike three and two. Jackson at 254, a couple of homers, 18 runs batted in. He has been a fixture out in left field. And takes it in the dirt for ball four. He had a string of games earlier in the season and seemed like every game it was time for a Jackson Galloway highlight play in left field. Made some just fantastic plays out there. And, in fact, one of the strengths the Blue Raiders have had this year is some really solid defense infield and outfield. 
And that can make a huge difference. Throw to first, he gets back in. Leadoff batter reaches on a walk to start the Blue Raider fifth. Another throw to first base. Gabe Jennings walked and scored on the right homer his last time up. He lifts one high in the air. It's hit well to left center field going back and in the middle of the warning track is the center fielder Cunningham to make the catch. Gabe just missed getting that one out of here. Sends it to the warning track and deep left center field for an out. One away, here's D.J. Wright. D.J., a two-run homer in the third inning. Hit one into the trees. Well, the trees, they have big, really pretty, well-shaped pine trees surrounding the entire outfield. So it's not just one spot that you can hit it into the trees. And, in fact, except for center field and the scoreboard in deep right center field, there's trees everywhere. For DJ, that was his sixth home run of the year. He now has 35 runs batted in. Throw to first. Nice pick by the first baseman. No, as that ball had a chance to be a wild throw. One on, one out in the fifth inning. Pitch up and in. A ball and a strike. Two to one, Blue Raiders. We're in the top of the fifth. Beautiful holds and then delivers down and away. Two and one. DJ missed all of last year recovering from Tommy John surgery. And it was great to see him be able to come back for his last year of eligibility and this good run. Lifts this one high and foul down the line in left, and it's going to get just out of play. Blue Raider bullpen is down along the left field line. And then the bullpen for Charlotte is actually in the right field, behind right field, down in the corner. There's does not parallel because they have a sports uh, facility. It's called a, a development center, which means it does a whole lot of different things. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to right, swing and a miss. Good breaking ball down and away. That was a two-strike pitch, and so a strikeout. So Hudipole now has eight strikeouts. Here's Eston Snyder. Out on a comebacker to the pitcher. Actually, the pitcher made a good play on that ball. When he batted his only time, last inning pops this one back behind home plate, and it's going to get out of play.
So strike one with Eston. Eston hitting at 270. Galloway, who walked to start the inning at first base with two outs here in the fifth. Pitch to Snyder, a ground ball foul to the third base dugout. So two strikes with Eston. Takes down low, one and two. Well, with softball starting NCAA play tomorrow afternoon and then baseball to come after that, busy day. Swing and a foul, keeps the count of the ball and two strikes. Beautiful, a new baseball, and he gets ready to deliver again, one and two. Swing and a miss and a breaking ball. And strikeout number nine. A leadoff walk, but no runs or hits, and one left here in the top of the fifth inning for the Blue Raiders, two to one. Middle leads this one as we go to the bottom of the fifth at Charlotte. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Eric Swan back on the hill to get set to start things in this bottom of the fifth inning. And it'll be the two, three, and four hitters for Charlotte who will come to the plate. Charlotte scored a run in the first. Blake Jackson, who led off that inning, had been hit by a pitch, stole second base, and then on a pickoff play at second, he broke for third, and the throw from Eric Swan was a little high. J.T. Mabry did knock it down, but a stolen base for Jackson got him to third base. And then with two outs in that inning, 
on uh, the strikeout that ended it, the second, the second strikeout, a throw to third, hits Jackson in the back, and it rolled away from him too far to have a play at the plate, so that's how the run scored for Charlotte. Blue Raiders got their two runs in the third, gave Jennings a walk, and D.J. Wright his sixth home run of the season. So it's two to one, bottom of the fifth, for Jack Dragon, who will lead off. Dragon, Fisher, and Cunningham. Swan delivers, and a ball is hit in the air to right field. And I'll tell you what, Eston Snyder didn't have to move much more than about a foot and a half and it was right at the end of this flight of that baseball. And I'm, I'm wondering, did he even see it? He's not moving. But he didn't have to move because he didn't need to. He read it perfectly. Hey, that's right to me. So one out, a quick out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. It's, it's cloudy here, of course. Uh, obviously, we've got a light rain falling. But it's that time when the sun is getting ready to set, and you can lose a baseball in, in the sky. First pitch a strike to Cam Fisher. Second one also a strike. And so 0-2 oh with him. Fisher a walk and a fly ball to left field in two trips to the plate. Stands in from the left side. Two-strike pitch. Down and in, ball one and strike two. Well, Blue Raiders set for Conference USA play to start next Wednesday. Just have to see where the seedings go. This ball is lifted in the air to left. Coming in is Jackson Galloway, two outs. So we talked about uh, at length on the, the pregame show, Dallas Baptist locked up the number one seed. Texas San Antonio, the number two seed. But then you have five teams, Western, Charlotte, FAU, Tech, and Middle, all t within one game of each other and three through seven. And then you have the bottom three teams all tied at seven and 20 going into the final weekend of the season trying to get that eighth spot. Jake Cunningham, the batter, pitch to him is a strike. Next one, a swing and a miss on a fastball. And strike two. Fly ball to right, a fly ball to left have retired the first two 49ers. And we're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Two strike delivery up high, ball one and strike two. Swan ready, one ball, two strikes, down and in, ball two, and strike two. Outfield straight away for Cunningham. He has nine home runs. Takes low and inside, so we've gone from 0-2 to 3-2 on consecutive pitches, so a full count will be coming. 
Right-hand hitter waits for the 3-2 pitch, fists it off the handle back to the backstop, and the count will stay at 3-2. and two. Outfield around to play this right-hand hitter to pull. They're deep. He pulls one, but foul on the ground along the third base side. So he's fouled off a couple of two-strike pitches. On deck is the third baseman, Brandon Stallman. 3-2 and... Uh, call ball four. It's only been about two pitches in this whole game that I've kind of wondered about. And that was uh, very definitely one of them. Both of them have gone Charlotte's way. The other one was a strike called, strikes recalled actually to Jeremiah Boyd. When you're in the fifth inning and there's only two you're kind of even wondering about, realizing they have a better than average chance of being called correctly. It's like, man, this guy's doing pretty good, isn't he? Ball one to Stallman. Charlotte has had a base runner in every inning. Only sent the minimum to the plate because of a caught stealing in the fourth. In fact, had the leadoff hitter on through the first three innings. The fourth inning was a one-out base runner. So this is the first time they didn't get a base runner on until two outs. They put the pressure on. A ball and two balls and a strike. Runner at first and two down. Stallman bats left. He's the third baseman for Charlotte. Swing and a miss. He had a big cut at a fastball. Two and two. Runner at first base, Cunningham with two outs. Ball bounced, foul at first base. Picked off by D.J. Wright, but fouled by a couple of feet. And the count will stay at two and two. Two base runner for Charlotte. Ball smashed hard and foul at first base. That was the umpire. You know how they will have, in this case, the Base runner, or umpire at first, he'll have his right foot on the line and then the left foot in foul territory, and they do that um, because of how they're going to have to react getting out of the play. He had to hop straight up in the air to avoid being hit by that ball. Swing and a foul back, and so another two-strike foul ball. A runner at first, two down for the 49ers here in the bottom of the fifth inning. 2-2 two, two to Stallman, and he drills it into left center field. That's going to get down and go to the wall. It's going to tie the game. 
Brandon Stallman drills one to left center. No chance for anybody to get to it. And with two outs, Cunningham was running. And we're all even at 2-2. That's the third hit for Charlotte. Here's Will Butcher. He's been on base twice, a walk and a single. Two out hit to tie the game and a runner at second with two outs. A ball and one ball, no strikes. Stallman a lead at second base. Pitches low, two balls and no strikes. Looks like some heat's coming from the Blue Raider dugout directed towards home plate after a couple of calls. So the home plate umpire went over to, or went, went in that direction. I think they were talking about where to go get pizza after the game, but I think somebody wanted pepperoni and somebody insisted on mushrooms only. Here's a drive, but foul down the line and left. Not foul by a whole lot, but fortunately enough, that ball was blistered by Butcher. So a fly ball to right, fly ball to left, and then a walk and a double and a run in. And a 2-1 count with this hitter. And a 3-1 count with this batter. Outfield straight away for Butcher, hitting 267. He's three and one in the count. Checks his swing and ball four. So with two outs in the inning and it looked like, oh good, we're going to have a quick inning. A walk, a double and a walk and we're still seeing Charlotte batting in the bottom of the fifth. And time is called as Head coach Jerry Myers is going to go to the mound. Just kind of tweak it a little more. Remember, with two outs and nobody on base, Cunningham was the batter with a no-ball, two-strike count. So you're right, right on the brink of getting out of the inning. Doesn't always happen that way, though, does it? So the conference on the mound is over. Caden Hobson is the batter. 
And a strike called. Runners at first and second. Ball lifted in the air into center field. Luke Vinson coming in. He'll make the catch to retire the side. Charlotte gets the tying run in here in the fifth. The run on one hit, no errors, and two runners left on base. And so after five innings of play now, we're all tied at 2-2. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Bottom of the fifth inning saw Charlotte tie the game with two outs, and now the top of the sixth brings the Blue Raiders up in a 2-2 game and Luke Vinson to lead off. Luke stands in and takes a pitch inside and low. Blue Raiders have only one base hit through five at-bats. Charlotte has just three. A big hit, though, was the two-run homer from D.J. Wright. Vincent, a hot smash. First baseman knocks it down, throws to the pitcher, covering out at first. Boy, that was a close play, but a nice recovery by A, the first baseman, Nolan, and then the pitcher, Hudipal to get over in time to get a very fast Luke Vincent. So score it 3-1 on the out at first. Uh, just putting 3-1 in the scorebook doesn't do that one justice. Vincent hit the ball really hard. But out at first. So one away. And here's J.T. Mabry, robbed of extra bases in the left field corner by Blake Jackson back in the third inning. 
He drilled one into the corner fair by four or five feet and uh, caught right at the wall on the run, actually, by Jackson. JT is swinging a foul on a strike one pitch, 0 and 2. 2-2 game in the top of the sixth inning. Mabry takes, and that's inside a one and two count on JT. JT at 3.33 at the start of the night. Hit five homers, driven in 36 runs to go along with 14 doubles and a triple. Bouncer fouled to the third base dugout. Game one of this opening series between the Blue Raiders and, and Charlotte. JT Mabry bats with one out. Drills one on one hop to the shortstop and out at first base. A couple of very hard hit baseballs, but two outs nonetheless here in the sixth inning. So Brett Coker will bat. Brett hit by a pitch his last time up, caught stealing after that. A strikeout otherwise, officially 0 for 1 on the game. Takes a strike. Two outs, bases empty in this top of inning number six. Pitch down and away, checked his swing and ball one. Coker slams it down the line and left. That is a foul ball. The bullpen has a screen, protective screen, and then almost like a cage. Like where they, oh, that's where they keep the batting cage. And so for because of the building in right field and that in left, you actually can't from the broadcast booth see the foul line or the even the corner in right field for that matter. Wonder who thought of that. Anyway, it's one and two with Brett. Needs to straighten one of those out because he blistered it. Foul ball and it keeps the count one and two. Brett can reach with two outs here in this sixth inning. It'll bring up Jeremiah Boyd. Still light rain falling here. Has been really since game time. Almost non-existent at that point. Gotten a little bit more since then, but not a whole lot. Ball inside and two and two. Just saw a gentleman standing with an umbrella and took the umbrella down, held his hand out, and going to put the umbrella back up again. Two-two pitch inside. Ball three and strike two. So full count with the Blue Raiders shortstop, Brett Coker. He 
He stands in from the right side and a good breaking ball swing and a miss. And strikeout number 10 for Hudipol as the Blue Raiders go one, two, three here in the top of the sixth. Tie ball game as we move to the bottom of the sixth inning. Two, two, Blue Raiders and Charlotte, and you're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the sixth in a 2-2 baseball game. Dota Sato ready for his second inning of work. Gave up a run on a hit in the fifth. Eric Swan started, went four, allowed one run on two hits, walked six, struck out four. So a 2-2 game here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Dante DeFranco for the third time in this game will lead off. That's kind of, just don't see that all the time. He shows bunt, pushes it up the first baseline, and if it doesn't go foul, he's going to have himself a hit. And it doesn't go foul. It actually hits the baseline and stays in play. That was one of those picture-perfect bunts, and you know, it wouldn't roll foul. It had just a little bit of lean to it, but it, it didn't have enough spin. Sato made the right play just to let it go, because otherwise he would not have had a play, but it stayed in play, stayed fair. And so a bunt single and the fourth hit of the game for Charlotte. Leadoff batter is on for the fourth time in six at-bats. A bunt in the air and out, caught by Briggs Rudder. Nolan was trying to bunt the runner to second base, popped it up. Sato gave him a pitch up in the strike zone, and that, that can happen with a fastball up in the strike zone which is why you want to do it that way. So just a pop-up at the plate, runner at first with one out, and time is called. Coach Jerry Myers going to the mound. And it looks like we are going to have a Blue Raider pitching change. Yep, we are. So Sato goes an inning and a third. 
and will come out of the ball game here in the sixth as the Blue Raiders will go to the bullpen. Be back to tell you about the new Blue Raider pitcher after we step away for this pitching change break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. The new Blue Raider pitcher is right-hander James Sells. James from Winchester, Tennessee, went to Tullahoma High School. He is a sophomore, and he has been a workhorse out of the bullpen this year. This is his 24th appearance. And James comes in a 5-3 and three record. He actually picked up wins in late-end victories of both games of last Saturday's doubleheader with UAB. He also has six saves on the season. James in 23 appearances, 58 and a third innings. 40 runs, 30 of them earned on 72 hits. He's walked 17, struck out 50. So 58 innings out of the bullpen. That is... Uh, That's a lot of innings, and in fact, as you look down the Blue Raiders pitchers, the whole roster, that's the second most, and that's uh, only exceeded by Jaden Hamm, 71 and a third. So James has had quite a solid season in his second year with the Blue Raiders. Comes in in a, we need some innings out of you in a hold'em situation in a 2-2 game in the sixth inning. A very big season-ending series for these two teams, as we talked about, as it it is for uh, Conference USA teams everywhere. His first pitch to Blake Jackson is outside for a ball. Throw to first, the runner back. Jackson has been hit by a pitch. That was in the first and scored. Has grounded out twice since then. Base runner at first on a bunt single is DeFranco. Pitch a swing and a foul at the plate, and that got the home plate umpire. Ouch. He goes up the first baseline and is going to have to walk it off. That one makes you recall and remember that baseballs are hard and when they're moving fast can really hurt. In fact, as you're a youngster learning to play, that's one of the most challenging aspects 
Um, you get hit by a baseball, it's not, uh, it, it can hurt. It can hurt a lot. But Steve Sanders says he is okay. And Sells and Rudder took some time doing stuff, and now Rudder's getting back behind the plate. Still talking to the home plate umpire. Blake Jackson, the hitter, he's taking his time and readjusting his belt, ch checking the batting gloves. A ball and a strike. Runner goes and a drilled line drive to center field will put runners at first and third with one out. Jackson got something to his liking. And with the runner going, gets the runner easily to third base. First and third for Charlotte now. And only one out in this bottom of the sixth inning. Jack Dragum is the batter. Three times to the plate. Strikeout walk and a fly ball. Charlotte threatening to take the lead here in the bottom of the sixth. Double play would be nice. Dragum shows bunt, takes low, and a ball. He's hitting 276 as he stands in. Shows bunt again. This time takes a strike, one and one. Dragon bats from the right side. Outfield straight away for him. Normal depth everywhere. Shows bunt again, pushes it foul up along the first baseline. So they're trying to utilize a safety squeeze and where he was bunting the ball would have gotten the job done had it been a fair ball. No chance for either Wright or the pitcher to make a play at the plate as he pushed it about halfway up the first baseline, but it went foul. A ball and two strikes. A one-two pitch in the dirt. Runner at first starts to go, but stops because Blake... Riggs, Briggs Rudder did a really good job of blocking the pitch and keeping it close and getting to it in a hurry. Evens the count at two and two. Sells ready in a two-two pitch, bounced slowly to second. One at second base, and two at first for the double play. Boy, the Blue Raiders needed that, dialed up room service, and got it very well turned for the second time by Mabry and Coker at second with D.J. Wright getting the throw at first. So the Blue Raiders have turned two, four, six, three, and this one keeps the game tied at 2-2 two, two, as we will be heading to the top of the seventh. No runs, two hits, and one left for Charlotte in the six. Still 2-2 after six. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, I, I sent us away to the seventh inning because there was a double play, and then after Charlotte's went into the or the Blue Raiders went into the dugout, Charlotte base runners went off the field, and Charlotte started to take the field. They decided to appeal, and so. The double play is under review out at second base. I will tell you this time I was watching very closely on that play at second base and it looked like the way you draw it up with Coker drawing, dragging his foot across the bag as he was making the catch and getting ready to throw. So we'll see. Just a a heads up at the station if we we do have to uh, have another between innings. We'll just go ahead and play a pitching change uh, break for the extra one here. Well, the umpires are coming back. I will give them credit. They've done a quick job of this out at second base. So that is the fourth Is that the third time? Third or fourth time that they've had to go down there for reviews. All plays have been upheld, and I'll tell you, from my point of view, they got them right the first time. They didn't need to go look at it, but, hey, they did get it right. So we are now going to the top of the seventh inning, and we'll take that extra break. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
the Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, now we're in the top of the seventh inning. And the Blue Raiders bat with Jeremiah Boyd to lead off first pitch taken and the called strike. Jeremiah 0 for 2 in this game. Leads off in the seventh, the 2-2 contest. Hard smash, deep short, a quick throw to first and out at first base. Nice play by the shortstop Jack Dragon. Deep in the hole on the ball hit by Boyd. So leadoff batter is retired. That's seven in a row now. Set down by Hudipole. He has 10 strikeouts through his first six and a third innings. Here's Briggs Rudder. Briggs 0 for 2, stands in, takes the ball. Final line on Kota Sato, an inning and a third, a run, two hits, two walks, and no strikeouts. James Sells got that big double play to keep Charlotte off the boards after he'd been greeted with a single. A ball outside to Briggs. Jackson Galloway will bat next in this seventh inning. 2-2 in the, the top of the seventh. Pitch inside, two runs, only one hit, one error, and one left for the Blue Raiders. For Charlotte, two runs on five hits, no errors, and they have stranded eight. Charlotte has hit into two double plays, had a runner caught stealing. Blue Raiders have had a runner caught stealing. Ooh, pitches inside, and it got Rudder on the elbow. So a one-out base runner on the hit-by-pitch. It's interesting, I was commenting Coming into this game in 81 innings, Hudipal had only hit two batters all season long. That seems to be a number that can be pretty high. And he's hit two in this game. So Rudder, the base runner at first. Here's Jackson Galloway, ground ball up the middle off the second baseman's glove into center field. Rudder will take a turn, but it's fielded quickly by the center fielder Cunningham, and the Blue Raiders have their second base hit of the game as Galloway singles to center field. Talking about hit by pitches, for instance, I'll just use the Blue Raiders and their opponents. Blue Raiders pitchers have hit 62 batters coming in. Can add one to that total tonight. Opponents have hit 69, so add two more there. And you put Hudipole's low hit by pitch in perspective. Conference on the mound, and it breaks up as Gabe Jennings gets in, ready to bat. Gabe, a walk and a run scored on that DJ Wright home run back in the third. Fly ball to deep center field, caught in the middle of the warning track. His last time up. He takes strike called on the outside corner. Gabe with six home runs. 
He's had some big hits during the course of this season at the right time. Pitch down low, evens the count at a ball and a strike. 2-2 two, two through six, and we're in the top of the seventh. Two on and one out for the Blue Raiders. First time they've had two base runners on at the same time in this game. Check swing, down low, ball two. Charlotte with single runs in the first and fifth. The Blue Raiders are two in the third. Kind of game you'd expect as far as close in this sort of situation. Bouncer foul at third base. So the count even on Gabe at two and two. First time tonight there's action in the Charlotte bullpen. They have a right-hander warming up. Bullpen out beyond right field. Two-two pitch coming. Swing and a foul. Gabe stays up there, and the count stays at two and two. Well, that light rain that was supposed to have started and ended for an hour. Still going down here. A lot of umbrellas we talked about. Fortunately, it's never been raining hard, but we've been playing the entire game in a light rain. A pitch inside and three and two. Gabe Jennings at the plate. Two on, one out. Udipol set with his pitch to the Blue Raider third baseman. 3-2 and ball four loads him up. So a hit by pitch, a hit and a walk. And the Blue Raiders have the bases loaded with one out and DJ Wright coming to the plate. And time is called. Not the head coach Robert Woodard, it's Michael O, who is their pitching coordinator, I think is the term um, that's officially used. You know, that's that's the same thing as a pitching coach. This is his first year doing this. He was actually a player here last year, uh, played at North Carolina, in fact, was part of the North Carolina team that the Blue Raiders faced uh, in the start of the 2020 season. In fact, we, we opened the 2020 season at North Carolina. So when I was looking through the, the, the bio, I went back to see, and of course, Dick Palmer's scorebook. Uh, in fact, that, that, was the, that was the first series that it started with, and, and Michael didn't pitch against the Blue Raiders. Here we go, D.J. Wright takes down and in, ball one. D.J. a two-run homer for the Blue Raiders' runs. Out on strikes his last time up, his sixth home run of the year, and 35 runs batted in. A ball and no strikes, bases loaded, one out. Swing and a miss, good breaking ball, makes it one and one. 
With one out, Briggs Rudder was hit by a pitch. Jackson Galloway singled. Jennings has walked. Wright takes ball two down and away. Two balls and a strike. A 2-2 game in the seventh. DJ stands in from the right side. Swing and a miss. Good fastball that time down and away. And a 2-2 count. Blue Raiders and Charlotte in a tight one. Full count or a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul. Still 2-2. Galloway with his hit, as we mentioned, the second Blue Raider hit of this game. Two-two with the bases loaded. Bouncing ball to third. Out at third and out at first. Oh, bottom of the sixth. The Blue Raiders needed a double play. Top of the seventh. Charlotte did, and they get the double play, both teams. I preferred the one in the bottom of the sixth. So a double play, no runs, a hit, and two left here in the seventh inning. Seventh inning stretch time tonight in Charlotte, North Carolina. Finds the Blue Raiders and the Charlotte 49ers tied at 2-2, and this is... MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Middle of the seventh inning, a 2-2 game. Charlotte getting the big double play to get out of bases loaded trouble, so it's still 2-2. Dick Palmer kind enough to forward some scores of other games going on. And, of course, with us starting in the Eastern time zone, we're ahead of um, everybody else. But uh, we do have some scores on four other games. 
Uh, well, we'll get the first pitch of the inning from James Sells, a ball to Cam Fisher. But Dallas Baptist and Western Kentucky are scoreless in the fourth inning. That game is being played in Bowling Green. Uh, Utsa and La Tech, 6-5. Utsa over La Tech. That's at Ruston, Louisiana. That's in the fourth. Eighth inning, FAU is beating UAB 13-4. And FIU and Rice are tied 3-3 in the third. So those are updates, and thanks to Dick Palmer for texting those to me so we can see what's going on. Two and one with Fisher. Ball three is high and outside. Fisher a walk, a couple of fly balls thus far in this game. Leadoff batter takes and drills one deep to right field, and the ballpark can't hold this one. It's three to two, Charlotte. Cam Fisher hits his 23rd home run of the year, leading off the seventh. Charlotte up by a 3-2 score. Ouch. Well, 23 home runs. That's a lot of home runs, isn't it? So put three to two Charlotte here in the bottom of the seventh. Here's a high pop foul and it will just get out of play big Briggs rudder right over there in front of the stands. The seats are elevated like they are at most ballparks, about six, eight feet off the ground. It came down just on the fan side of the screen. Home run goes to deep right center field, just about the scoreboard. Cunningham, who has walked twice, Scored one of those times, swing and a miss, as he's up there one ball and two strikes. Leadoff homer, and the batter Jake Cunningham bats two balls, two strikes. The pitch down low, ball three, and strike two. James Sells delivers and nails the outside corner with a called strike three. James with his first strikeout, five in the game for Middle Tennessee pitching. And one out. And the batter is Brandon Stallman. He has a big hit, a two-out RBI double that tied the game 2-2 back in the fifth. Time is called. Rudder has gone to the mound, and that quickly brings out coach Jerry Myers who's asking 
for the umpire to accompany him to the mound. And I think they're, well, I don't know, one of the, they're bringing a towel in. And so Coach Myers is talking with the home plate umpire. I don't know if James, something snapped or what, as far as an injury. So Coach Myers is going to the bench and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we don't have a an injury issue here with cells, but we do because immediately we have a pitcher, Patrick Johnson, pop out for the Blue Raiders and go to the mound and take the ball from Sells. Oh, that hurts. James has been such an instrumental part of the success thus far this season and having to come out in this situation. So, we're going to have a pitching change break, and when you come in in a situation like this, you have plenty of time, you got all the time you need to warm up, and so we're going to have a break. We'll just take our regular pitching change break, but then we'll talk some standings when we come back. With the pitching change, we'll step away. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. So right-hander Patrick Johnson is the new pitcher, and we uh, are concerned about what caused injury that James Sells experienced that caused him to come out. But well, I don't. I doubt that we would get any information during the game, but we can pass that along tomorrow. Patrick Johnson is. A freshman, right-hander from Chattanooga, Tennessee, went to Baylor School, and he has been a busy pitcher as a freshman, 15 games, so this is number 16. He started six, has three wins, four losses, a couple of saves, a 4.62 earned run average. Patrick's worked 39 innings, allowed 27 runs, 20 earned on 43 hits, 10 walks, and 13 strikeouts. So, and as we mentioned 
we'll talk we'll talk standings as he will continue to warm up. So with the uh, the scores that we have from Dick Palmer, um, Dallas and and Western Dallas Baptist and Western scoreless in the fourth inning. Dallas has already won, but Western is right now sitting at the number three seed. Um, so the that, uh, that game will have a great impact on standings. Then you have Utsa, who's clinched number two, but they're playing Louisiana Tech, and they are one of the teams in that 14 and 13 tie, with which middle is one of those. Uh, FAU's beating UAB big, 13 to four. FAU is in the 14-13 mix, so that's uh, looking good for them. And UAB's in one of those three at 7-20. And the other two 7-20 teams, FIU and Rice, are playing each other. And I've got it right in front of me, and I still can't quite figure it all out because there's too many permutations on this. But uh, that's why we're going to play the games, and we'll just see how they fall out. Johnson ready to go. His first pitch is a ball outside to Stallman. Stallman fouls the next one, one and one. As we mentioned, Stallman a big game-tying double with two outs in the fifth inning. Has walked and hit into a double play. His other two times up. His run batted in gives him 35. Bats from the left side. He's the third baseman for Charlotte. Takes and strike two, gets the inside corner. So James sells an inning in total, two-thirds of the sixth and then a third here in the seventh. A run, two hits, no walks, and a strikeout. 3-2 Charlotte in the bottom of the seventh. Didn't check his swing and strike three. So Johnson gets a strikeout of the first batter he faces. There are two outs. And the hitter is Will Butcher. Butcher has been on base three times, two walks and a base hit. He stands in from the right side. Johnson's pitch goes outside, ball one and no strikes. Home run in this inning for Charlotte, and they've edged in front by a run. Ball two is outside, two and two and zero. Oh. Right-hander Patrick Johnson working. He is the fourth pitcher for the Blue Raiders. And down and away, ball three and no strikes. Still a very light rain coming down here in Charlotte. And ball four. So after the strikeout, four straight out of the strike zone. 
That is the ninth walk issued by Blue Raider pitching thus far in this one. Six of those nine have come after two outs. Runner at first base and the batter is the catcher, Caden Hobson. Butcher, by the way, has walked three times in this game, plus a base hit. That helps your on-base percentage. Outfield straight away for this hitter. Hop Hopson has hit the fly ball in the air three times, twice to left, once to center. Throw to first, runner back. Setting started with a Cam Fisher home run. Strikeout followed, but James Sells tweaked something and had to come out of the game. And so Patrick Johnson is in. Johnson, ball two outside. Bottom of the seventh, Charlotte leads. They've had a two-out walk to keep this inning going. Pickoff throw to first base. Set to go again. Two balls and no strikes. And a big bouncer to first and just fair and out at first as D.J. Wright gets it. That'll end the inning. A home run leading off by Cam Fisher, his 23rd of the year. A run on a hit, no errors, a walk and one left. And after seven now, Charlotte has a 3-2 lead over middle. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, we move along to the top of the eighth inning. And Charlotte has taken a 3-2 lead. And they have a new pitcher coming in. New pitcher is a right-hander. Donye Evans. Donye Evans, six 
eight, 220. He's a junior from Decatur, Georgia, out of Redan High School and a transfer here from Vanderbilt. On the year, he has made 20 appearances, two starts, has two wins, no losses, and one save. Evans has worked a total of 35 and two-thirds innings. So the big right-hander, 6'8", literally a big right-hander, and he'll face Eston Snyder leading off in the top of the eighth. How about these good numbers for Wyatt Hudipol? Kevin Nichols told me yesterday we were facing a good pitcher. He sure got that one right. Seven innings, two runs, two hits, two walks, and ten strikeouts. So Blue Raiders have some catching up to do, but only one. Snyder, a bouncer, foul at third. Eston 0 for 2 in this game. Eston Snyder, Luke Vinson, J.T. Mabry in the top of the eighth. Swing and a miss on a good breaking ball that went down and away. Charlotte with single runs in the first, fifth, and seventh. The Blue Raiders got two back in the third. And a swing and a miss for strike three. Evans gets a, a strikeout of the first batter he faces, and that is the 11th in the game for Charlotte pitching. Here's Luke Vincent. Luke stands in 0 for 3 with the bases empty and one out. Takes strike one called. Evans, one strike pitch, hit high and deep along the right field line, but it'll stay in play and near the warning track in the corner. It's caught by the right fielder, Fisher. Ball fair by a few feet. Actually, when Fisher made the catch, he had drifted out of vision. As we mentioned, there's a sports building that runs along the right field line that comes to within, it looks like about two or three feet of the foul line. Nice looking building, I'll got to tell you. Strike call to J.T. Mabry. Speaking of balls that just went a long way, Mabry's went a long way but didn't get out. Caught at the wall in the left field corner. That was back in the third inning. A ball low and it's one and one with J.T. Blue Raiders just two hits in this game. Now they have three, a smash pass third into the left field corner for Mabry. He will go to third base and stand there with his team high 15th double of the year. Boy, he ripped that one. And it got into the corner. And so he is at second base with Brett Coker coming to bat. Well, that ball was scalded. 
Pratt has been hit by a pitch for two otherwise as he stands in here in the eighth inning. A runner at second and two out. Swing and a miss. Evans started him off with a change. It was a nasty pitch, particularly when you're not a, normally going to look for a change from a 6'8 right hand or 6'8 pitcher of anything. Here's a high pop foul. Let's see if it stays in play by first. Yeah, darn it. Right in front of the Charlotte dugout, and that'll end the inning. Mabry the double, but that's it. No runs on a hit. And one left in the eighth for the Blue Raiders. 3-2 Charlotte in the middle of inning number eight here tonight. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, we move to the bottom of the eighth inning. It's getting late. Charlotte has a 3-2 lead in the opening game of this very important final weekend series. They will bat in the eighth against Patrick Johnson. And for the fourth time in the game, they're Second baseman Dante DeFranco will lead off an inning. He is singled, struck out, and bunt single in his three previous leadoff opportunities. Even though he's batting the eighth spot in the batting order. He faces Patrick Johnson. James Sells came out with an apparent injury in the seventh inning, and Patrick came on. And gets set to work the eighth. His first pitch is inside and low ball one. And a pitch down low for ball two. DeFranco, Nolan, and Jackson. The hitters for Charlotte in the bottom of the eighth inning. 2-0 pitch lifted in the air into right. Eston Snyder to his right, about two or three steps, makes the catch, one out. Leadoff batter retired here to start things in the bottom of the eighth inning. So it brings up the first baseman, Spencer Nolan. Nolan 0 for 2, plus a walk.
And he takes a fastball for a strike. You know, you talk about walks and just the importance of not walking batters. And it's kind of an interesting contrast in numbers of walks, but in terms of outcomes, uh, similar for both teams. Here's a high drive, deep left center field. Back is Luke Vinson. He leaps up, and he makes a sensational catch. He took a home run away from Nolan, who stands in disbelief at second base. What a spectacular catch by Luke Vincent. Man, that ball was heading just over the fence. Luke got up over the fence. His glove was higher than the fence as he made the catch. That was a great play. Otherwise, it's 4-2 to Charlotte. Wow. Man, I mean, that that was, you, you talk about clutch plays, put a bold that one and several underlines and exclamation points after it. Two balls and no strikes on the hitter, Blake Jackson. He has a base hit in three at-bats. Batting with two outs. And a strike. I was talking about walks. Also, I mix in hit by pitches. But of Charlotte's three runs, two of them have the people that scored reached on a hit by pitch and a walk. The other on a home run for the Blue Raiders, one of their two. Gabe Jennings reached on a walk and scored. Here's a bouncer to Mabry at second base on the DJ right at first. And for the first time in this game, Charlotte has gone one, two, three in an inning and they do it in the bottom of the eighth and they do it only because of the home run robbing sensational catch by Luke Vincent out in the deep left center field. So top of the ninth, the Blue Raider, Raiders lead need one to keep this one going on and we definitely want to see Charlotte have to bat in the bottom of the ninth, don't we? 3-2 Charlotte after eight. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. All right, Blue Raiders need a run to keep this game going. Trailing three to two, and Jeremiah Boyd will try to get it started in this ninth inning. He takes in strike one is the call. Jeremiah 0 for three in this game. Jeremiah Boyd, Briggs Rudder, Jackson Galloway, hopefully several more. 
Ball outside and low to the Blue Raider designated hitter. And one ball and a strike. One-one pitch, swing and a miss. Donye Evans came on in the eighth, works here in the ninth inning. Touch for a hit in that inning and nothing more. And he gets a strike past Jeremiah Boyd to start the top of the ninth inning. That's 12 strikeouts. For this one. Briggs Rudder, the hitter, first pitch, a strike to the Blue Raider catcher. 3 2 Charlotte, need a base runner. Swing and a miss for strike two. Evans is mixing up his speeds very, very well. Dick Palmer sent me some updates on scores. If I don't get to them here, we'll try it in the bottom, hopefully the bottom of the ninth. Swing and a miss. Two outs. So a couple of quick strikeouts here in the top of the ninth inning. And Jackson Galloway is the batter. Strike one on the inside corner. Next one on the way goes outside and low ball one and strike one. Pitch is a check swing strike. And the Blue Raiders down to perhaps their last strike. Two strikes. Jackson a swing and a miss. And that's going to end this one here tonight. In favor of Charlotte by a score of three to two. Well, First three Blue Raiders struck out to start the game, and the last three here in the ninth strike out to end the game. In between, there were also six other, right, like that seven other strikeouts. Charlotte had the strikeout pitch going, and just enough offense to eke out a very important win for both teams here in game one of this three-game series as the Blue Raiders go in order in the ninth. Charlotte wins it by a... Th- Three to two score, and we'll be back with our post-game show to wrap this one up after we take our final break. You've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. 
For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Wow, tough loss, isn't it? See, I'll, I'll take that back. Are there any that aren't? But uh, sometimes circumstances make them more challenging than others or more difficult. But uh, this one certainly was. The, the final score in terms of the intensity of the way the game was played and, and all the particulars would be what you would hope to have in a situation like this just with the uh, result reversed. But Charlotte takes the opening game of this three-game series from the Blue Raiders by a three to two score. What that does is put the Blue Raiders in a situation where they really are gonna need to win the next two to get a, a decent, a bet the, well, as a higher seed in conference tournament play. Blue Raiders are now 25 and 25 on the season and are 14 and 14 
in Conference USA play. Charlotte improves to 27 and 25 on the year, and they are 15 and 12 in conference play. As we mentioned earlier, they had a game with Utsa that was rained out that they were not able to make up back earlier in the season. Charlotte got on the board in the first inning. The leadoff hitter, Blake Jackson, was hit by a pitch. He stole second base, and then on a pickoff play at second, when he was well off the bag, he very heads up, broke for third, and was able to get to third as the throw from Eric Swan was a little high. And by the time J.T. Mabry was even able to knock it down, um, they had no play. And then he was on third on a strikeout. A throw to third went to try to pick him off, but it hit him in the back and rolled away, and he scored what would be the first run of the game. Charlotte held that one to nothing lead into the third inning for the Blue Raiders, who had had the first six hitters retired, five on strikeouts, but starting the third, Gabe Jennings started with, led off with a walk, and D.J. Wright followed with a booming two-run homer to left field to give the Blue Raiders a two-to-one lead. Charlotte threatened on a couple of occasions. In fact, they had base runners in every inning except the eighth, and then did go get even with the Blue Raiders in the fifth with two outs in the inning and nobody on base. Jake Cunningham walked and scored on a two-out double off the bat of Brandon Stallman. They got a run on a home run from Cam Fisher in the seventh to go ahead three to two and then take the lead and win it by that score. And I see that uh, Austin Pert is down on the field with Coach Jerry Myers, and so we'll send it down there to them. Here with head coach Jerry Myers after today's series opening loss at Charlotte. Obviously, their pitching kept our hitting off balance. What did they do off the, on the mound to keep our hitters off balance most of the night? Well, the kids, uh, uh, Hoda is one of the best in the league, if not the best. And leading the league in strikeouts are right up there. And, uh, you know, he was uh, on top of his game today. Made it really tough. And uh, we were in a uh, nip and tuck kind of game. And, uh, you know, uh, the same thing. Guy with two, 22 home runs ends up... Uh, you know, making the difference and uh, going up 3-2. And, and uh, you know, so two really good players uh, kind of took the game in their hands on their side, nothing that we didn't do uh, other than a, a couple opportunities that we didn't cash in on. They had the same, and, uh, you know, we made a couple plays, kept the game close when they had uh, maybe a chance to, to score a few more and it didn't happen. But, uh, I mean, we competed hard. We just didn't uh, uh, do enough damage off that guy. And when he got in a little bit of trouble, uh, he was able to get off the hook. Yeah, uh, all year your team has done a good job, uh, even after some s series setbacks on opening night of a series, turning around and getting a, a big uh, game two win. What has to happen for your team to replicate that? No, I mean, you just got to get ready to play like we always do, whether we win or loss, uh, whether we would have won or lost that game. It's the same thing. It's uh, getting yourself ready. Maybe try to do individually, try to do um, – something uh, a little bit more. If you need to relax a little bit more, if you need to lock in a little bit more, you need to look for something, uh, maybe a, a game plan, uh, you're a batch a little bit based on how you got pitched today. I mean, there's there's something that preparing for tomorrow that, that changes after playing game one, uh, especially when they had their best guy on the mound and saw how they tried to attack us. So they try to do the same thing tomorrow. We need to be able to be ready for it offensively and see if we can uh, more damage. But, uh, 
you know, at this point in the year, there's, there's not a lot of uh, changing going on with what you're trying to do. You're trying to make sure you're ready to play every day. And uh, when you don't win, you got to be just as ready uh, the next day and not try to do too much. Perfect. Head coach Jerry Myers here in Middle Tennessee is back in action tomorrow at 5 p.m. here at Hayes Stadium in Charlotte. Thanks, Austin Pert, with uh, Coach Jerry Myers and discussing this. And it, uh, as Coach said, you know, it, it's, it's a tough loss, but uh, it's a team that has battled year throughout the year. And, and I've, and I know of you as fans have also appreciated their tenacity and they regardless of scores or outcomes, uh, will give you that uh, excellent effort that you really look for. And so we'll set up a very important game tomorrow uh, with the the second game of this three-game series that will start at 5 o'clock Central Time. We'll take our final break, come back with the final numbers on tonight's game. And this is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. 
Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Final score here tonight as this one goes to Charlotte, three to two. And before we get into the final numbers on this game, uh, Dick Palmer sent me some Conference USA baseball updates. Dallas Baptist and Western Kentucky. Western's now up seven to four. That's in the bottom of the fifth at Bowling Green. Utsa's leading La Tech, nine to eight in the fifth inning. That's a Tech. FAU is continuing to win at 13-4 against UAB. And Rice is ahead of FIU 5-3. That is in the fourth inning at FIU. So other than the one game, FAU, it looks like those games still a little bit up in the air due to the closeness of the score or the innings that they've been playing. Of course, here tonight uh, we know what, what happened here. Middle with two runs on three hits in air and four left on base. UNC Charlotte with three runs, six hits, no errors. They stretched 10. Hudipole gets the win. He's 5-6. and six. Sells, the loser, is 5-4. and four. And we'll see if we get an update tomorrow on his health condition since he came out of the game uh, after a batter, couple of batters into the seventh inning. Uh, Evans gets the save. It's his second time of the game. It was two hours and 43 minutes. And the attendance was 632. The game goes to Charlotte by a score of 3 to 2. Tomorrow, game two of this series, 5 o'clock Central Time start on the air at 445. And Jaden Ham will be the starting pitcher for the Blue Raiders. And we'll see how that one goes and hope we have a win to tell you about sometime tomorrow evening. But for now, from Charlotte, this is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll talk to you again with more Blue Raider baseball tomorrow evening from here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Final score was Charlotte 3 and the Blue Raiders 2. We'll look forward to talking to you again, as we said, tomorrow evening. And remember, you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS. to make a final decision about whether the bird is extinct by the end of this year. In